Salutations, people. Salutations. Salutations. We are over here on the uh, backup page, or at least on the uh, primary podcast page, because we are unable to go live on our primary page. Huh? How silly is that? They got, uh, who is this? This is Thane. The song name is Upload, bringing us in. Pretty, pretty fire stuff. Salutations, my friends, and thank you. There we go. Salutations, my friends, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of Factions of Freedom. I'm your host, Noisera. Freedom Faction, whichever one you prefer, and I'm trying to decide whether or not I'm going to keep this bandana on throughout the transmission. It's debatable. Highly debatable, like Joe Biden's competency. Uh, oh my gosh. The stuff that's going on behind the scenes, guys, is kind of crazy. Um, I'm debating talking about some of it because I don't want it to uh, taint what we're dis- what we're going to discuss here. And ironically, I'm very low energy today, so some of the topics that we're going to be talking about probably are necessary uh, for somebody that's not as that, that's not going to get all fired up about stuff and kind of mix over uh, gloss over things, you know. Earlier today, I had to stop by Tractor Supply because I was looking for hiking boots because that puppy we rescued ate all of my shoes. So I needed to get uh, new shoes to go hiking before the workout. And as I'm leaving, this lady, um, like one of the ladies at the cashier register, she's like, oh, have a good day. I'll send somebody out to help you. And then it's this elderly lady, like just pushing her food out. And I'm decked out in like all black Under Armour gear, getting getting ready to go, you know, go work out. And the lady mistakes me for basically the helper that she had requested. And I said, no, nah, you know, don't worry. I'll, I'll go ahead and help you out right now. She's like, are you the person that I'm waiting for? I'm like, I guess so, I'm here, shoot, why not? Let me go ahead and help you. You know, it's this rather old lady. You know, she's pushing one of those little, uh, I forget what it's called. It's like a little, little, little flatbed thing. She had like all kinds of dog food on it. And you know, am I supposed to feel bad that this elderly lady thought that I was the help? You know, am I supposed to feel like, oh man, what a racist old white bitch for thinking that I would help her? You see what I'm saying? Like this is the type of lunacy that's out there these days. Instead of going out of your way to try to help somebody where you clearly have the time, the capability, and more. But instead we've embraced this kind of lunacy where we think, how dare she ask me for help? You know, uh, shouldn't she know? Should, shouldn't she know I'm the greatest thing ever? I'm a golden ornate dragon. I should be worshiped, blah, 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 blah. How dare she ask me for help? You know, and so it's this kind of like, it's this kind of like uh, arrogance and disrespectful, immoral attitude these days that I see being promoted out there that, that really has like created this, you know, 
Joe Biden was over there on Cardi B talking politics and I didn't want to see two puppets talk. I didn't feel like watching Sesame Street, so I didn't watch that. And so I just began to, you know, take a step back and see, look at look at what's going on. You know, this isn't this isn't courteous, this isn't dignified, this isn't respectful, you know. We're being scumbags, we're being gutter trash. And you guys have definitely heard me talk about my frustration with that, but I'll save that for, for later on. Uh, what I wanted to start this episode off with uh, is a prayer of protection. I did it over the, the, the most recent podcast episode. Ironically enough, that got deleted off of YouTube. <laughs> uh, but a quick prayer of protection to kind of give you guys like a, an approximation as to where I'm at as an individual, the time frame that we're in, uh, and everything else that's going on. I'll, I'll do this quick prayer, go through these updates, and then we'll fly through these topics. Um, and I did not write this, and I wish I, I will write better ones in the future. It says, grant me, it says, grant, O Lord, thy protection, and in protection, strength, and in strength, understanding, and in understanding, knowledge, and in knowledge, the knowledge of justice, and in the knowledge of justice, the love of it, and in the love of it, the love of all existences, and in that love, the love of spirit and all creation. Grant, O Lord, thy protection. You know, the, uh, the prayer that I had so cheekily written out for myself for the podcast, you know, was begging for forgiveness for my anger, for my rage, for my frustration, begging for clarity, begging for focus. Uh, because in days like this, with a rapid consumerist approach, materialistic approach towards everything, always shuffling, always going through the, through the, through the, through the, through the roulette of information, never putting our roots down, never having a foundation, never being able to finish a thought, having short, uh, short attention spans, being able to have something that's concrete is really important. And for me, I think that's faith. I didn't think that it would be, but um, it's just crazy. So here, let me go ahead and get through these updates and I'll start talking about the topics and stuff with you guys. Get some of this stuff out. If you guys want to support this operation, you can do so by hitting that link boo, right there. Patreon.com forward slash Freedom Faction. You can join us. And whenever you do, uh, ironically enough, some of the topics that we're going to be discussing comes from uh, the exclusive member discussion that I had because it was fantastic. You know, not only did we talk about child, not childbirthing, clearly I'm a man. I can't talk about childbirthing, but stepping up as an individual, doing what is required of you, being a man, trying to fix the country, uh, and really setting the tone for what's going on. You know, we had an exclusive member call in or talk to us about uh, working with his younger siblings during this whole educational transitional phase, uh, watching what the kids are being taught. And I thought, shucks, that shouldn't be out of the norm. That should be the standard. But because of where we're at these days, uh, it, it, it is abnormal. So it was a very, very fantastic conversation. And if you guys join exclusive members, we get to have discussions like this in a much more private setting without all the fanfare, and I would definitely recommend it. Uh, also, whenever you do join exclusive members, we will be debuting this next week. But when you join exclusive members, you also help contribute to the development of our web app. Uh, if we get enough traction, we get enough support, enough engagement uh, on the web app, people like it, people dig with it, you know, 
we, we find moderators and stuff like that, we may go into like a full-time app uh, where we'll have live stream capabilities and all kinds of other stuff like that. But for now, we're just gonna stick with the web app. So if you guys join exclusive members, you guys can help with the development of that. Also, this is the closest one. Also, keep it simple. If you guys have been paying attention to the podcast and paying attention to the exclusive members or these to the lives that we do, you've heard me talk about the importance of storable goods. Okay, a lot of the meetings I was in over this weekend basically centered around what to do with food, what to do with ourselves if in the event that a, a collapse of any type of event happened, some cataclysmic event or anything like that, the importance of food, especially easily transportable food. And that's what My Patriot Supply does. I'll put their link in the description bar below. They are not, uh, I'm not gonna go on a full rant like I did the other week, but definitely get yourself some storable goods. This stuff lasts for 25 years. It's 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 literally built by people who, ha who, who opened up two new factories during the COVID-19 lockdowns to try to supply people with food. They, 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 they had over 2,000 times their normal order uh, capacity and were able to supply it. They went from having like a eight week shipping window to now they're down to like a week. So definitely work with these guys. They understand what's going on. They're reading the news the same way that I am and they're trying to figure out how to help you guys. Oosh. I got uh, <clears throat> a, bit of a, a bit of an update for slash just thing to kind of fly into. And then I'll start to go through these topics. Um, just this past week, just this past week, I did a, I did a story with a local news outlet. They were asking about uh, that protest I did basically last year, and this is why I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'll speak too much on this because. You know, I have to contact that reporter because after replaying a couple things, I don't want to say it felt like a setup, but it definitely didn't feel like it went in my favor. And the reason I say this uh, is because I'm already out here in the public. I mean, clearly you guys are seeing me, you know, faced all the personal stuff we discuss, but that's with an audience that understands like what we're doing, what I think is common sense and going over all the stuff and putting it together like in a comprehensive, cohesive fashion and da 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 With journalists and reporters and people with political vendettas, that's a little bit different whenever you're trying to explain what you think of as common sense. You're trying to communicate, uh, you're trying to communicate just again, talking points or mm -hmm. ideas and stuff that you would consider basic knowledge uh, to people who are always trying to mix and twist your words. And so I had a, <laughs> I had an interview with one of my local news outlets. And like I said, I don't think it went in my favor. And so now I'm engaged in that kind of spectrum of uh, informational warfare, psychological warfare. And you know, that comes with the territory, but I just feel like it's crazy uh, because any kind of press is still good press. And that's where we're at right now. And I don't think any of it will fall back on the podcast or the page or anything else that we really do. Mm -hmm. uh, but seeing as how you guys are involved in the process, I felt like you should know. Back to, back to the topics. Let me fly through these. And I'm sure some of this stuff will come up uh, whenever I begin to talk about topics with you guys. We're gonna be talking about, uh, you know, again, 
uh, what we talked about with our, with our exclusive members and one of our, our, our guests, our followers just last week, healing and restoration, uh, better, convert, better conscious conversations on solutions, uh, the weaponization of technology, the lockdowns, the evil directive, Agenda 21, Burning Man, Silicon Valley, transhumanism, and so much more. Definitely a information-packed episode if I'm able to get into stuff. Somebody sent me a question of basically asking why I'm so excited, right? I don't think I'm going to keep this, man. I don't think I'm going to keep this. It's messing with me. I had a post post the workout and I don't think I'm going to keep it. Mm, get that up in there. Somebody asked me why I'm so excited the other day because I was playing some, I was playing some music on the podcast. Um, it's some of the stuff that I was saying, you know, obviously I get excited, but they were asking directly, why are you so excited? Especially covering the stuff that you're covering. Well, the fact is now, you know, I'm not the only one that knows about Bill Gates. I'm not the only one that knows about like satanic ritual abuse. I'm not the only one that knows about chemtrails, vaccines, GMOs, you know, the pollution of the earth, the environment. I'm not the only one. And so what happens is whenever you're not the only one, there's some type of action that has to take place. We're getting to those days to where we don't just get to sit here and do this no more, right? We got to go out there. It's going to start. It's going to be about what you're doing, what you've got to show for it. I'm so excited because we're, we're, I grew up, I guess I grew up in a place in a time where people didn't think it was cool to care about stuff, where people didn't think it was cool to be informed, to be what it was called, what, I, what, what people call as woke these days, uh, getting politically involved, involved in your community, like giving a crap, flat out. People are giving a crap. It's being weaponized, and if we get to that, I'll be able to explain a little bit better, but people are beginning to give a crap. I'm getting excited because people are coming out into the open man you know there's no more of this false this false sense of reality where people do or may not say stuff like people are revealing themselves as to who they are um and that's kind of why it, it forces it forces us to step up because we have a choice we either submit to it put the mask and the gloves on sit your ass back down go back home shut the fuck up and get out of here or stand up for what you believe as 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 important, you know, do you care about your kids? Do you care about your future? Do you care about uh, other people's future? Do you care about God? Do you care about the way the world works? Do you, do you care? So I'm excited because we're getting to that point to where, you know, talk is cheap and we're having to get down to the brass tacks on what we're doing. So I really feel like that's important. And I know that's an extremely oversimplified way of looking at things, but to answer your question in like a nutshell, we are, we are, we're crossing, we're crossing that threshold. And it does worry me because I do really thoroughly appreciate discussions and conversations and stuff like that. That's what, that's what the page is about. It does frustrate me, but at a certain level, you kind of have to jump. We can't sit here and debate forever. Some action has to take place so we can move the ball down the line. Uh, and that's what I'm very excited about. Now, as far as healing and restoration takes place, this is very important and a very, trippy, a, a very tricky subject to talk about. You got the government over here talking about how they want to give you vaccines and shots and stuff like that. Big Brother saying they care about your health, but at the same time, they won't talk about building up your immune system, going outside and getting a, a, a healthy dose of sunlight or drinking at least like a, 
a full gallon of water or, or, or eating right or, uh, you know, putting sanctions on the imports over there on McDonald's or any of that type of stuff. No, you've got big brothers saying that they want to give you vaccines. So when we talk about healing and restoration, that's a very, very vague topic because there's so many different things that have to take place. Uh, on our previous episode, I talked about the polarization days, not D-A-Y-S, but D-A-Z-E. And I mean that because anybody that's ever been in like in a fight, sometimes you see red whenever you you, you, you get a little angry. You know, you, 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 your better judgment goes right up out the window. You start doing stupid stuff. You make mistakes. I talked about being in the polarization days. How we're in that right now. You have so many people angsty and at one another's throat that we're not making logical decisions. I'll put it to you this way. You guys have heard me come up over here and talk about how I want to kill my chicken. That's not the case. I want to kill my neighbor's chicken because after doing thorough investigations with my chickens and all kinds of other stuff, I realized my chickens were fine. But because I wasn't thinking clearly, I was ready to kill their chicken. Now, it, it doesn't equate, but that's just me using just simple examples in my own life to do so. When you're talking about healing and restoration, it's, it's easy to get down to the core part of it. Why are people like this? Um, and we touched on this a while ago when we were talking about communism, capitalism, the mindset of, 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 of the mindset of these ideologies and more, how we have become more consumers than producers. The problem is, is people don't feel like they're producing anything or like they're giving anything off they want to take. So when you're talking about healing and restoration, you're talking about giving giving away that good energy. You're talking about taking these hands and throwing them into the ground and saying, I want to make this better, not saying, Earth, make me better. You're giving instead of taking. Right now, we're in those days of taking. There's only so much this rapid consumerist, materialistic, take, 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 selfish mindset can, 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 can produce. Ultimately, it doesn't. So again, when we're talking about healing and restoration, you've got to get to the core of it. Why are we like this? Why do people feel like it's okay to just waste their life looking for handouts, expecting somebody else to make them successful, shun other people that try to become successful while at the same time doing everything within their power to make sure that nobody else becomes as successful as them? That's again, more of that take mentality. You get me? I get it like, I, I get it. Oh, uh, the frogs in the boiling pot analogy. But again, we don't think in this abundance mentality. We don't think that we can, we, don't, we, we all don't think that there's enough for everyone. So this is a much bigger topic that, I, than, than, that I can just kind of inject right now. This is definitely something that I want to start weaving into the conversations that we have over here on the page, because again, we're not having conversations on solutions. I could, I could, I could, I could scare the hell out of you right now whenever we talk about what's going on with the vaccines and COVID-19 and COVID-1984 and the police state and the, the technocracy and all this other stuff. I could scare the hell out of you with FEMA camp talks, you know, uh, disappearing people, HR 6666, all this other stuff. I could scare the shit out of you because it scares the hell out of me. But before we do that, we actually start, have, we, we have to have like actual conversations on what solutions are. And those solutions are not going to be easy because, well, it's a couple minutes to midnight. Things are gonna get even more intense if we don't start acting. I forget like how the quote goes, and I think it might've been Benjamin Franklin that said it, but he's like, listen, 
things are going to get a lot worse if you basically don't start acting now. And it's going to get to a point to where you're going to wish that you could have acted before you, you, you already got all the way down there, down the end of the line. And you got to see where they're going. So when we talk about conscious conversations over solutions, this goes hand in hand with healing and restoration, where we're going and what we have to do. Uh, and why I was saying beforehand that our actions are really going to dictate the landscape that we have in the future. Um, one of the, I'll say this and I'll get into the next topic. One of the, one of my exclusive members had asked me, asked it, uh, one of my exclusive members asked me, he said, EJ, do you think we'll be able to stop the mark of the beast like with our generation? Or do you think they'll be able to put the mark of the beast in us in this generation? I said, you know what, so-and-so, I don't think so. I think that we'll begin to see it being implemented as we already do with our generation. Uh, you got three squares market, you've got uh, companies in Europe and Sweden. Uh, you even have some places over there in China. Um, there, are, there are even companies here in America that are doing the implantable technology. So for sure, I'd say that we're seeing part of that infrastructure of the, of the Mark of the Beast system being created right now. But the full implementation, I think that's going to be either the generation that comes after me or the generation that comes after them, our children's generation. So right now we're, we're, we're seeing that beast system being created right before our very eyes. But because again, not many people have like a contextual reference to it. They don't understand the Bible. They took out prophecy out of like the modern nomenclature. People don't understand these things. So to answer the question simply, yes, I think that we'll begin to see it implemented in our time. But we'll have a choice because we're aware of things like the Mark of the Beast, uh, like 1984, uh, like the Bible, like archaeology, all this other stuff that we have like at our disposal. But due to censorship, um, you know, again, with remote learning, AI, all these other things that are going on, we will not have that. The coming generations will not have that same tether uh, to reality and history as we do. So, yes, I would say that better conscious conversations on solutions are necessary. I'll say this and then I'll continue on with stuff. Um, and I'm not... Uh, you know what? I'm gonna... Yeah, I'm frustrated because I'll, I'll, uh, I'll save that for the second segment, what one of our previous guests said. I'll save that to bring in the second one. But I'll say this to close out this one. Addressing passivity... I feel like a lot of people in this, not necessarily like conscious position, but are in this position where we kind of feel like stuck because it's like, okay, again, just using like another, another analogy. I don't want to kill my chicken, but I need to sleep or I don't, I don't want to kill my neighbor's chicken, but I need to sleep. So where does your respect factor end? Do you have more respect for that chicken and the sanctity of, the, of, of blah, blah, blah? Or do you care more about your peace of mind and all the other things that come with that? Addressing passivity. I think a lot of people are in this position, especially whenever it comes to politics and all this other stuff that comes up, you know, being truth seekers, looking at the information, being aware of the Illuminati, not falling on either side. We try to, we try to, you know, walk that very, very narrow path and we try to remain very passive, but in remaining passive, especially in today's society, that's borderline like allowing some of this stuff to continue. And, that, and that's something I'm beginning to have to learn. They say silence is golden and duct tape is silver. Well, that's what's happening is we're being duct taped. We're being, we're being kidnapped. By being passive, 
we're not going to get anything by being casual and kind about these things. If any, by doing that, we're actually allowing for this type of stuff to take place. So when I say addressing passivity, we have to really look at what is it that we want? The new world order is already here. What morals, what values, what standards, what expectations are we going to bring into them? We can quickly say like the pro-human pro renaissance-based future, but what does that really mean? What are people willing to fight for? You got kids. You got people sending their kids back to school already. And I can't help but think, man, like this is such a tricky situation because nobody wants to politicize their child. And at the same time, nobody wants to compromise the health of their child, but you also don't want to send your child to school to get publicly indoctrinated. This is what I mean by addressing the passivity. People have to make decisions. And so for whoever that may apply to, they're having to make deep gut checks and then stay committed to that because <laughs> there's, 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 there's just so many levels to this extremely sophisticated uh, position we found ourselves in. And so I'll leave that there and move on to the weaponization of technology you know, beyond mind control and things of that nature. You know, a little note, put a little indicator there. Cover that in the second segment. Warning people about the spiritual work you're doing and reaching out to the inner child and what our previous guest, Kaleen, Kalinda Massage Therapy said about killing each other for intimacy. I'll mention that in the, in the, in the next segment um, for the next uh, edition. But with this one, I'd like to talk briefly about this, uh, this, this Shadowgate film that came out. I think we might briefly upload it. I think we might upload it to, uh, to our podcast feed just to kind of see like what happens. Um, now before going into not necessarily Shadowgate, but the weaponization of technology and just kind of weird synchronization and stuff that happened, uh, with all that that was going on. Whenever I, whenever Millie Weaver got arrested, I like when I was having my, my, phone interview with like the local a local news outlet the reporter got like a phone call a couple of minutes into like the phone call with me from the state police and so that was hella sketchy and so for me to be like interviewed on a report or on a protest that happened last year and then for the reporter to get like phone I'm paranoid obviously and then to see Millie get arrested for, you know, um, for, for posting Shadowgate. This whole weekend, I was tripping, man. I won't lie to you. This whole weekend, I was heavy tripping on a lot of stuff uh, because they're making their move. Well, and regardless of whether or not my interaction was legit or even connected, I think ultimately what we're beginning to see is a push across the board of, of, of just ramping up the political activity ramping up the political interference, ramping up what, what, whatever the hell is going on in the background that I don't know. Um, you know, my mind kept running scenarios. What am I going to be arrested for? How can I be arrested? I'm sharing headlines on social media. The hell am I doing? Um, and so it, it, it was, it was trippy. It was very trippy this past weekend with a lot of the stuff that was on my plate. And so, we're not talking about you, EJ. What we're talking about is the weaponization of technology and how this happens to many of a, many other people. Um, 
I forget the gentleman's name, but I'm hoping somebody joins us in the next segment to talk about gang stalking uh, and how that's a very real thing. But what we have to understand with the weaponization of technology is, 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 it, is it is what it sounds like. It's people being brainwashed, mind controlled, singled out, isolated and manipulated uh, for unknown technocratic means. You know, whenever we, I remember, I remember whenever, I remember with like the shootings in San Bernardino and some of the club shootings that were going on in California, that's whenever we really, really like began to d dig into how people could become radicalized on the internet and how there were FBI and CIA handlers who were interfacing with these people on the internet to intentionally radicalize them, providing them with equipment, providing them with material, providing them with connections, all this different type of stuff, leading them up to the events and then arresting them right there if they don't carry it out before, you know, before they hit crazy mode. That was a couple of years ago with all the random mass shootings that were taking place. Last year, I remember whenever we were reporting on uh, some of the, some of, again, the insurgency that was taking place with Antifa and how that one guy shot, I, I forget what his name is. I didn't take the time to remember, but he shot a ICE facility, a border patrol facility and almost blew it up. Like he shot the gas tanks and almost blew up like the gas tanks, you know, and I, and I thought to myself, like, good Lord, this is, this is insane. How do, what would, who would tell somebody to do this? This is that began to ran, run through basically a, a process of breaking down how precisely people are being weaponized or radicalized online and technology is the source point for that. It's the material that they're seeing. Uh, again, some of the stuff that we're seeing with Antifa right now kind of is akin to the material and information that was coming out with the New Zealand shooter just last year or 2018 with, 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 with uh, his extermination movement his uh, uh, extremist views with his, his replacement migration and all this different type of stuff. Who's feeding him and feeding these type of people information and allowing this type of stuff to go down. So when you're talking about the weaponization of technology, I guess I have to ask that question of what are we uploading? Like if the black mirror is supposed to just be a representation of ourselves, a dark representation, what are we uploading? What are we teaching the AI? Does anybody think about that or do we just want to keep seeing more cat videos? When you're talking about going beyond mind control, beyond, beyond people just being angry that they see something they disagree with, that's where we're at right now. I think we're, we're, we're at like, what, like 90 plus days of these so-called protests in Portland? 90 plus days. Who's, who's, who's allowing for this type of stuff to go down? Who's gaslighting these people? The weaponization of technology, just like with restoration and healing, that's a much more complex topic because again, technology is, is, is borderline inducing this. It's enabling this type of behavior. You can turn on your phone on any given day and see some type of some type of medlam, uh, bedlam, mayhem, destruction, chaos. You can see it any given day, because that's what we're uploading. That's what we see. And I get it. Oh, 
COVID-19, you know, we talked about the economic issues over the, over the past couple of weeks. I get it. But at the same time, world star hip hop was here definitely before COVID-19, bro. Police brutality was here way before world star, my friends. Killer cops was a huge thing. That's why I'm here. But again, what are we uploading? Why are we like this? The weaponization of technology, is it, is it, is it really weaponization? Or is it simply enhancing what we already see? Why are there organizations such as, uh, and I would highly recommend you guys to follow them, uh, uh, always film the police? Why are there why are there movements such as this? So you could, that 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 philosophical argument is there, and we can leave that debate for another another for another day. But what I'm trying to talk about is the weaponization of technology, how we are supposed to be using this stuff to enlighten, to encourage discussion, to actually enable one another to seek after our passions. Instead. We're turning ourselves into prisons. We're turning ourselves into jailers. I mean, look at this, look at this. What did we talk about just the other day? What did I post just the other day? Some 1984 backwards ass shit. Listen to this, parent, listen to this. University asks students to play, quote, coronavirus police, report their peers who might have COVID-19. And that's not enough, of course not. Because now you have parents who say that the schools have begun reporting them to child services for neglect if their kids miss online school thinking about this. So not only is the technology beckoning you to abandon reality and to absorb its ideology and absorb its guidelines and to begin implementing it here in the real world, we can't even see the fact that we're become that we're dehumanizing ourselves and we're actually enjoying it. That's what that's what I wanted to talk about or what I briefly talked about earlier today in the Instagram story, how they're gonna make it seem like China's done a great thing. Uh, uh, beating coronavirus, you know, having these pool parties, but you've got to look at what they've done to beat the virus. They've given over all their 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 privacy, their freedom. Hell yeah, I'm sure you guys saw the video, right? Of the of that massive pool party. Heck yeah, man! I'm all down for a rave. And what did they have? What 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 happened during that time frame? They're making it seem like, yay! Look, we did it all together. All, of it, all it cost us was our freedom, our security, our privacy, and our individuality. Now we all have to go through this. So yes, celebrate this moment because it's a downfall moment. You get me? So it's just, it, 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 it's, it's crazy. It truly is crazy. You know, to even use that like as a model of what's going on right now in China, man. Like I'm, I'm getting off topic-ish. I'm getting off topic-ish. Uh, let me let me move a little bit more down. Talk about beyond mind control, and I'll, tr I'll try to get into Shadowgate's uh, interactive internet activities, which I think a lot of people are already aware of. Again, this talks about, again, this is beyond mind control. Uh, COVID-19 is a perfect example of this. There's no laws mandating these masks. There's no federal law, no nationwide law. There's this, these are all just strong recommendations. Just, just, I strongly recommend that you should wear this, right? There's no law mandating this. But that's again because of social media. That's again because of technology. That's again because of the dumbed down ignorant masses out there telling you how you should live instead of you saying, well, I'm well within my rights to do so. I don't think you understand my rights, nor do you respect yours or mine. You get me? Like, again, just not this week, but two weeks before, 
I was talking with my exclusive members on how the social contract is being broken. This is why they want you to go ahead and snitch on your parents, snitch on your friends, snitch on everybody because it's not about wholesome, local, decent family life. No, now it's about the global compliance. There's a law in Texas. It is a law though. I say go out there and go fight that law. And then what are the repercussions behind breaking that law? I mean, this is, this is, the, this is the part of the problem, if you ask me, with this compliance, is that there's no pushback. And whenever they institute this, what's the fee? Like 400 bucks, 300 bucks? Texas law in Tarrant County, Tarrant County, you must wear a mask going into a business. Yes. Most businesses, well, are you sure that's the law or is it that the business can require customers to wear the, to wear the mask? Because there are many businesses here where I'm at in New Mexico that also have that little sign up that say masks are mandatory, but it is not required for you to wear a mask there. So going into a business, yes, you, you, you can have that sign up, but it is not, uh, it is not a law. They cannot mandate you. And if they try to, that's whenever you say, I'll take my service and my services and my patronage elsewhere. You don't want to sit up over there and cause a fuss and, you know, shout people down and get into that whole nonsense. But there has to be some type of understanding as to what your rights are and what the law is and what social pressure is. That was tying into like what I wanted to talk about at the actual start of the show. Uh, knowing your rights, what is lawfare and why knowledge is power. Again, why am I so excited? Because people are learning their rights. They're learning what they're allowed to do. Hell yes, we should have pushback. And I, and I, I thoroughly believe that's where a lot of this stuff is going to come. You got people like myself who are well-intentioned, you know, just trying to be very casual, but you also have other people out there who are trying to go along with the system. Oh, just hurry up and put your mask on so we can get back to normal. None of this shit was normal in the first place. That's the problem. But because people don't know that you can't come out here shouting at people, you can't come out here yelling at people, telling them to live their certain life, especially when you have no idea about their rights or their life. When again, the social contract is broken, we've got to talk about again, healing and restoration, fixing that. We can allow for this type of lunacy to go on. I'm not gonna have my rights trampled on simply because somebody else is in fear. I talked about that just this past week um, on the podcast, how Joy Behar and Hillary Clinton said these uh, anti-lockdown protesters, how they're, how they're terrorists and how this is also uh, a method used by the Yale professors to coerce people into basically taking the shot. Like it's not a law. The same way they can't mandate you from getting a vaccine unless you work with a business that, that has that as a mandate. It's a whole separate thing, but because people don't know their don't don't know their rights, don't know how to look at their rights, learn their rights, um, learn their exemptions, and more, we're in this whole big legal mess, and that's why people are wanting a a a, a binary polarized A B one two legal voluntary or legal illegal mandatory uh, voluntary. They want such a polarized view towards stuff. They don't understand shit. That's the problem. Life is not like that, especially whenever it comes to rights and stuff like that, you have to fight for them. Getting distracted, frustrated, but fantastic, uh, fantastic back and forth with you, Dion and Monique.
I want to briefly just talk about Shadowgate's interactive internet activities, or basically what I what I would consider uh, inserting stimuli into the AI program. Give me one second, team. For all the other people that did not follow us over here uh, to our podcast page, I am posting up Barack Obama saying something's not right with Joe Biden. I'm like we're all blind. But uh, let me go ahead and get this information up about Shadowgate. Um, for people who do not know, there was a documentary released by InfoWars reporter Millie Weaver, who was arrested hours prior to, uh, and I will definitely put that information in the description bar below. If you guys are curious about it, go look into it. There's one part about there that I'd like to really bring to people's attention, which I feel like is important, especially when talking about beyond my control, the weaponization of technology and more. It's uh, interactive internet activities. And so whenever I talk about us being able to operate here for several years and being allowed to operate for some degree, this is the type of stuff that I'm talking about. The IIA, the interactive internet activities is definitely like a military term used to describe inserting different types of political or social stimuli into social media. You know, and given the content that we cover like week after week after week after week, I think you guys are aware that there is definitely somebody shuffling the content, shuffling the exposure, curating what we're exposed to and delivering certain amounts of a certain amount of censored information to us. I think everybody already understands this, but it's understanding the scope and the scale of it, realizing that what you're seeing is a, a how do I say this? What you're seeing is a perfectly a, 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 a perfectly curated or designed a perfectly curated picture of society. This is not the real world. This is not the real world. This is the world that they want you to see. This is what they would prefer to have you fight over. A better here's a better way to go about it. Here is a much better way to go about it. Is, I think this is a much better way for me to go about it. Interactive internet activities. You know, whenever I made my, uh, my, my documentary a couple years ago, Building the Matrix, I talked about how during this time period, while we were fighting about race, creed, color, nationality, and all this other stuff, that the robots would be built that during this time frame when it was red versus blue, black versus white, you know, the haves versus the have-nots, that the robots were gonna come through and essentially level the playing field and what's happening right now. You've, you've, you've got drones surveilling people, you've got robots delivering food, you've got people acting like robots, you know, being allowed to go to certain places, stuff like this. This is all, again, part of the weaponization of technology and social media as well. 
The other day we put up a post from the Minds Unleashed that says that AI is writing a play about the birth of robotics and human writers should be worried. It's written by Jake Anderson. They put this up August 23rd. It goes on to say that algorithmic artificial intelligence has been used for years to generate artwork everything from stories to punk rock albums and classical music. But a new theatrical play may take the cake as for creative pursuits by a machine intelligence. It says a team of researchers at Charles University, Svanda Theater, and the Academy of Performing Arts in Prague are merging the fields of AI and robotics with theater using the open source language model called GPT-2. This generative language model can process existing text and then expand on it. So what we're talking about with the inter with interactive internet technology is being aware that AI can expand on information that's there and kind of take it as it as it should. What we have to realize is that, or, or is asked that question of what are we uploading? What are we contributing? What are we putting out there? What's actually going on? What are again? Are we human? Are we are we engaging in normal human activities? Look at this COVID-19 nonsense. Is this, it, this is not the work of somebody that's either human or somebody that understands how humans work. Keep your distance, six feet. You see what I'm saying? Don't shake hands. Don't hug. Don't breathe. You know what? Go ahead and put glasses and goggles on in the middle of the fucking summer. You know, like think about this. This is an anti-human, anti-God agenda. This is here to exterminate us. It doesn't make sense. So interactive internet activities, see how, how much they can deal, deal with. Keep pushing more and more and more. Uh, what is their threshold, right? In the conspiracy, cir in the, in the conspiracy circles, uh, we talk about the Hegelian dialectic, right? Making things so crazy. Or the Hegelian dialectic in the Overton window, right? Problem, reaction, solution, creating so many problems that they have to expand the Overton window, which is why we're putting up with so much tyranny today. It's that same concept where they insert more and more stimuli, having us put up with more and more and more. And I've said this before we even reach this point, that the lawlessness that we're seeing is gonna summon that authoritarianism. It's gonna snap back. Our minds cannot configure or can, can, cannot rationalize seeing so much chaos and so much lawlessness and, and so little being done about it. Our minds can't do that. So it's going to happen to a degree, and then that's what you have to ask. What are we uploading to, the, to, to, to AI? What, what, what are we really doing? So I think that's one of the deeper questions that I ask whenever it comes to all this, like, this conspiratorial stuff, because I am aware that it is being pushed to a, to a radical degree, but it's that backlash that I'm worried about. You, 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 we're going to have stuff like pre-crime, right? where they're able to look at your social media posts. They're already doing this with the COVID-19 lockdown stuff, pre-crime, minority report style stuff, social credit store stuff, uh, being able to do projections and insights on individuals and see whether or not they're capable of, of, of contributing to society or whether or not they're capable of, of, of committing a crime or crazy, of crazy stuff like this. This is again, the also, this is also part of the weaponization of technology that people don't think about. So while on one level we're sitting over here destroying ourselves with it, it also has like a it also has an objective to destroy us. So <laughs> a better example of being able to explain this is the so-called trend of cancel culture. 
Mm-hmm. Cancel culture. The culture of just, you know, destroying everything. Making it trendy to be like a hater. Yep. Yep. To touch on again what the uh, reporter tried to talk to me about over the weekend calling me a hater among other things. You know, these people who are representatives of this culture which represents nothing, the worshipers of the nothingness like I told you beforehand, this cancel culture, those are the real haters. Those are the real people that you need to watch out for. You get me? Like, this is the problem I have with people saying, oh, stay woke. You get me? Like, that's why I've always had a problem with this whole stay woke shit. Because look at where it's at now. They, these mother, these, these people are so woke that, that I get it. But they're not, they're not attached to reality. Like, that's, again, what I was talking about beforehand. Why am I so excited? Because we're, we're moving away from this... Oh man, everything's like so woke, oh, super deep talk, oh yeah, cool, 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 to where we actually have to do stuff. The problem is, is again, with this cancel culture stuff, people have gotten so woke that they're canceling reality, they're canceling logic, they're inverting reality, right? That's a lot of what we're experiencing right now uh, with COVID-1984 and so much more, the inversion of logic. Now, I have a little dash next to cancel culture called the evil directive. I think that's just me again, uh, tr uh, trying to nerf some of these very, very dangerous things. Uh, the worshipers of the nothingness, right? Nihilists, atheists, and people of that, of that sort. That's me trying to nerf, to take away that power and kind of bubbleify them, you know, just kind of not, not, not dehumanize them or, you know, discredit them but really really contextualize it for myself you know you have the evil directive the cancel culture and then you have the worshipers of the nothingness who don't want you to worship anything at all they don't want you to have no gods no masters no leaders no institutions none of this and i get that man i i get i get like the anarchistic approach of having like no gods no masters no rulers a stateless society and like all this stuff but here in reality you have a mom and a dad in the central village and all kinds of other stuff that goes on but the problem is, is because we're so woke these days, we don't want to hear that logic, man. You're kicking too much facts. Get the hell out of here with that. This is cancel culture. Where, where it's either submit or die. This is what I mean by the evil directive. When you've got, you, and this is, this is where it's going to take a little bit more time I might uh, I might have to come back on this and talk about all of this stuff in a completely different light because this is much more complex than you think. I call it the evil directive, but that's again a simple way to look at it. It's tied into cancel culture, but it's so much more, man. Because when I'm looking at when I am looking at where we are at right now and what they are doing to us again, the inversion of logic demoralizing us, dehumanizing us, having a, choo choosing a reason to depopulate us and all this stuff, it's very, very dangerous. They're teaching us with COVID-19 to ignore the deaths of people that don't, of, to ignore the deaths of marginalized people and a trivialized death and just make it a part of, of mass death. Trivializing mass death so that it becomes again part of that background noise, right? The same way that war and terror and foreign invasions 
Background noise, chatter, eh, I don't care. 50,000 people died, eh, I don't care. New bioweapon, huh? Eh, I don't care. Netflix, oh, new comedy special? Oh, Dave Chappelle, he said something honest? Oh, that's got my attention. They're trying to dehumanize us and get us used to the dehumanization. It's not so much that we got hoaxed. They don't want to admit that. It's not that this is being called out with doctors being or with doctors exposing it left and right. They don't want to hear that. What they want to do is train you to listen to them. This is what I mean by COVID-1984, inverting logic, throwing away your mindset, having you literally wear a fucking mask in, in, the, in the middle of a fucking heat wave. Having you say, you know what? I'm gonna go outside when it's 100 degrees and put a mask on. Like, oh. So, when I talk about the weaponization of technology, the weaponization of social media and so much more, it's a much more complex uh, uh, topic than, you, than, than, than I give myself credit for. Than I give the, than I give the topic credit for. Um, you know, because now we're gonna be talking about with the time that we have, which is I'm not sure how much, Again, that, that evil directive, um, it's a, it is so crazy, all this stuff that's going on, because prior to all this going down, I was going, I was, I was going down like a deep, a deep spiritual reflective path where I was coming up with, with mask symbolism and mask culture and what does the symbolism of masks mean? It says, oh, that there is no, that there's 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 so much control I was getting into this like deep esoteric approach towards it and during that esoteric approach I was looking into how Silicon Valley has their burning man f uh, festival right burning man where you have a bunch of ravers a bunch of tech heads a bunch of people from all over come together drop a bunch of acid psychedelics hallucinogenics you know get all weird up out there in the desert and then basically talk about how they're restructuring society right how they're uh, uh how they're accruing so much wealth taking all this money and how great life is going to be when they take over i was talking about that at the start of this year you may have, you might be able to go back and find some instagram lives uh in maybe january february march where i was talking about this i say that because fast forward to where we're at now I say the evil directive. I don't mean just cancel culture. I also mean like the lockdowns. You got suicide rates up like crazy. You got alcohol consumption rates up like crazy. You got overdose up like crazy, man. And I feel that like on a spiritual and just like energetic level, I feel that. And the fact that you have people going around acting like this is normal, calling it the new normal. Again, this is, this is a part of that dehumanization. 850,000 people? Dead. New bioweapon, huh? Dead. <laughs> Targeting old people, huh? Shit. We all need them anyway. We all need them, bro. Get rid of them. Like, I can't, like, like, I, you, you, we should not be processing and being okay with that level of death and destruction. You get me? Like, I, what did I, just, just last, for the past two weeks, I have been talking about just economic issues, basically new homeless people, people like myself and you that have like iPads and iPhones, 
and all kinds of other smart tech, and then they got their asses kicked out of the house because of evictions, because of COVID. People that are used to Grubhub, you know, and laptops and computers and, you know, and fast food, but because of COVID and not being able to work, their asses are out there on the street. I, I, I feel that spiritually. So when I say the evil directive, I'm saying, look at, look, look at what they're trying to normalize. Death, oh, don't care about them. Don't care about the old folks, bruh. Don't care about the third world. Don't, don't care about the children. Don't care about, what, what, what are you doing? You think too much. Uh, you, you don't like that God fellow, do you? You're one of them Christians, ain't you? I bet you read. Somebody, you know what? Contact Trace. Get this guy out of here. I don't like his views. This is how fat, this is how, I know that sounds like a joke, but how far off are we from this? This is what I mean by, the, by this evil directive, by this cancel culture, by this nonsense, by this nihilism, by this apathy, by, by this suicide spirit, by this, this, this wicked evil shit, dude. Easiest way for me to describe it. Wicked evil shit. And so, <laughs> it's just, it, it blows my mind, man. It truly does blow my mind. Um, and I think that's probably why I had to take the two weeks off is because we were tripping about a virus and then we became social justice racial experts overnight without taking the time to really look at some of the real problems that were actually hopping on popping up uh, but speaking of popping up the timer just popped down and so we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back I'm gonna get a little bit more calibrated you guys are gonna help me we're gonna talk about uh, reaching out to the inner child, uh, warning people about the spiritual work you're doing, and hopefully being joined by you, you guys, uh, the guests, the people that are listening and watching. I had a few more things to talk about. The mental health epidemic, psychotropics, psychedelics, transhumanism, the anti-human mind. Uh, if we have time, we'll get into that in the next segment. But uh, unfortunately, that's all I have for you guys right now. If you guys have any questions, if, uh, I say, e e don't hit me up in the DMs. Email me. Everybody hits me up in the DMs. Email me. That's much more personal. We can have a much more long, prolonged conversation, and I can get back to you. If you guys want to support this operation, you can do so by joining our patreon.com forward slash exclusive member program. You're helping with the development of the web app. You're helping this information come out. Um, and you're helping us with this fight and everything we're doing. Uh, but like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to be joined by you guys and more on the other side uh don't go anywhere this is freedom faction over here on factions of freedom because well instagram won't have me on my my primary page and we'll be right back right after this
are forces in this world that remind us of how fragile we are. We thought we were safe. We thought it could never happen to us. Then life like a fog descends upon us, blanketing our memories. Through the haze, we travel its hidden paths, lost in its secret places. And when the storm, turbulent and immovable, forces us to shelter, we remember. It calls to us, calls us back. Back to the ports and the harbors of our past. We fight the currents that pull and drag us off course. Not a light or star to chart the way. And when we arrive, we don't always know it at first. The places we once loved guised by time. Then we see it. The place we've been trying to get back to. Safe at last. We've found our way home. Salutations, everybody.
is uh, Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, and three effects. Facebook's fact checkers are being sued for censorship. This is good news. This is good news. Somebody's got to be held accountable for something, though. Salutations, my friends. This is uh, All I Wanted by Rota, R-O-T-A, bringing us in. Give me a second, I'm trying to uh, queue up this post for the people on the page. And uh, thank you for joining us. If you were not with us in the previous segment, we were basically talking about how technology is taking over. Um, in this segment, we're going to be talking about a few different things. Yeah, I just wanted to say real quick that I definitely appreciate the exclusive members for definitely making a lot of this possible. And also the podcast listeners that are over here watching right now. Uh, because whenever we're on the main page, man, you know, things definitely get cluttered and mistaken. And I guess the people that actually follow us over here to our podcast page are the more real followers that I really do appreciate. So I really do appreciate you guys uh, for taking the time out of your day to listen to what we're discussing over here. So I really, uh, I just wanted to take some time to say that. And I know it kind of seems disingenuous because I'm over here on my phone, um, but this is me trying to partition my mind to get this content out for the page audience, but at the same time, uh, Make, make you guys aware of uh, your importance, really. Um, you know, I think I take it for granted the fact that I have a kind of network of people both in my real life and in my digital life and in all different aspects of my life that I talk and deal with this stuff on the regular uh, and, and do stuff about it. I take that for granted because not a lot of other people have that to have that blessing and so when I get up here sometimes you know you guys see me get frustrated but it's only because um, it's really because I want to be able to do more and um, I guess I get frustrated at my own limitations that's the only way to say it so let me go ahead and get this up and I'll be right with you guys um, give you a preview of some of the topics that we will be discussing hopefully you guys join us that's what the segment the second segment is is basically when you guys join us <laughs> there are no topics other than the guests uh, but if we do have guests that would like to join us I'd like to talk about um, psychotropics the mental health epidemic psychedelics transhumanism um, reaching out to the inner child, killing each other for intimacy, the weaponization of technology beyond mind control, uh, cancel culture, and so much more. I was so busy getting that post up, I didn't have time to uh, do our little uh, intros. But if you guys want to support this operation, you can do so by joining us at patreon.com forward slash freedom faction. Put the link right there. Uh, join us, because we're talking about a lot of different things from censorship to bug out plans uh, to 
stepping up and being a man, you know, filling the role, being the man of the household, filling the role that, that needs to be filled, doing what needs to be done. Um, you know, deep spiritual stuff, definitely, definitely a grab bag of topics. Uh, we are currently in the developing stages of getting our web app together. If we get enough traffic, we will launch a fully downloadable app, which will be available on the web on, on, on iOS and Google Play. Um, I didn't point this out in the previous episode, but the shirt that you guys are seeing me wear right now, this actually comes from American Warrior Apparel, uh, the bandana as well. You guys can get, uh, I think, 25% off or 20% off by using promo code Freedom Faction. I wanted to point that out, but I didn't because I got so caught up in just the prayer protection and getting right into things with you guys. Uh, but um, let me talk about the previous message that we had with one of our guests, and I'll go ahead and start getting people on. And the reason why I feel like it's important to kind of set this tone, you know, about warning people about the spiritual work that you're doing is because I remember a couple years ago when we, when we, whenever we first started venturing publicly into the spiritual realm uh, with a lot of the topics that we were covering. I remember talking with um, Zach Freeman of UC Fitness Apparel and talking about how whenever you're doing different types of spiritual work, uh, some people even, they talk about even whenever they do meditation or even prayer, when you're doing a certain type of spiritual work, you turn yourself somewhat into a beacon for other energies and other entities. The archetypal thing to say is, you know, it's like when you turn a light off in a house and then you put a candle on or you turn like a nightlight on, you're immediately going to be gravitating towards that, that light. That's what the spiritual work is. That's what the cleansing is. That's what getting rid of the world is and adopting God, adopting that wholesomeness, adopting like what is natural. And so I remember whenever I had on Zach Freeman of UC Fitness Apparel, you know, I, I remember just becoming aware of it. And I was like, shucks, man, like, why are people, like, it felt, it felt like I was experiencing nothing but resistance unilaterally. It's like I'd go out there in public and people would just be staring at me. And, I, and I'm paranoid, but I wasn't that paranoid. And I remember talking with Zach about, what, what, what is this? What is it that I'm experiencing? And I remember having the revelation that some people will uh, either knowingly or unknowingly house certain energies and certain entities. And so when you're doing that work consciously, you're housing an energy that they are diametrically opposed to. And so when you're out there doing that, that's why I have to summarize it as that. Warn people about the spiritual work you're doing because you don't know who your enemies are. Your enemy knows you because they see you all happy, hunky-dory, doing the work. They don't want that. You're hostile. And this is another reason why getting my body uh, together was a huge thing too. Health, right? Uh, health, prayer, meditation, cleansing, detoxing, both biologically, physically, right? And spiritually. It's a very real thing. And I had to learn this over the time because it's very important. And I, I guess, again, I take it for granted because this is the world and this is the, this is the house that you guys have built discussing all these topics because they're very real. Uh, what we're going up against, unfortunately, are, are people who don't prize that, uh, who don't prize that, 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 level of, that level of honesty, that level of confession, that level of truth, that level of work, right? 
that deep spiritual work. That's why whenever we talk about, um, what is it? Not necessarily like the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, but the, the evolution of warfare. We talk not only, not only about spiritual warfare, psychological warfare, uh, but also now about financial warfare because the economic situation we're all in. Uh, lawfare, the legal warfare. What are your rights versus what are these strong recommendations, right? We're in so many different phases of war that all we can do is resist, is fight, is contend, is step into that adversity, acknowledge it, let it let it empower us so that we can go through it, so that we can get over it. We can't succumb to it. That's admitting that the powers or at least the adversity that we're experiencing is greater than us. That's not the case. That which resides inside of us is greater than the adversity in which that we, that we experience right now. And this is all stuff, again, I've had to learn doing this. So we're not talking about me. Shut up, EJ. What we're talking about is uh, our previous guest's statement of reaching out to the inner child, killing each other for intimacy. You know, I'll say this and I'll start pulling people on. And if people don't join, I'll just pull up people's questions and that'll be their way of joining. Um, whenever Kalinda, massage therapy, said that, I'll put her page underneath in the description or below when she said that, it really struck home because again, we're talking about this anti-human, anti-God agenda that has us so radicalized and indoctrinated and controlled through technology that we literally feel weird trying to shake somebody's hand. I literally saw people do shadow clone hand jutsus trying to figure out how to how to shake hands. I thought I was watching Naruto. It's like, the fuck are you niggas doing? It's like, hurry up and shake hands. The hell is this? It was this, it was the craziest thing to me. And I and I get it. It's like, oh, you guys are being cute, but it's like, the, the fuck are you doing? And for real, they were over here just like, heck, like hand shadow battling. And so I, I jest about this, but this is reality. We're afraid to have these like authentic communications and connections with humans because it terrifies the hell out of us. Not because we're shallow, but because we don't know how. So reaching out to the inner child, stick on, stick on that, stick on that. That's really, really important. Kalinda said that we are all forced to grow up very, very fast. Uh, Caleb, Caleb, Caleb 16 says, what are your thoughts on Agenda 2030? Please review our podcast if you are very curious about my thoughts on Agenda 2030. We've talked about it throughout the entirety of our uh, existence. I would definitely recommend you listen to it. We're not, uh, we are and are not talking about Agenda 2030 right now. Um, but Kalinda brought a very poignant point up about reaching to the inner child how we're killing each other for intimacy and how we're all having to grow up so fast and how we're not taking the time to really look at what we're teaching each other, what we're, how we're communicating, right? And how even right now with these phones, the technologies, the black mirror, how we're only able to communicate through these venues so much energy and how whenever I'm thinking, I'm speaking common sense with certain people, uh, it doesn't come off that way. Sometimes it comes off a little adversarial. Sometimes it comes off a little sarcastic. Sometimes it comes off a little spiteful, a little mean, a little hateful, but that's not the case. 
you've got to think about where people are at these days. And so when I say they've been disenfranchised from their power, they've been broken down, that they've been belittled, that they've been dehumanized, that they're nihilistic, that they're atheistic, that they don't care. Like I can, I can fly through the gambit of all of these, of all of these different adjectives, but they all amount to the same thing. People don't care. People have been broken and they don't know what to care about. And so if we claim that we're so woke and so, oh, I, oh, if we, if we were about that type of stuff, then we would understand people's conditions now more so than others because of the COVID-1984 nonsense, all this economic stuff that's going on. We would be understanding of people who are broken and destitute the same way that we were, and we would be patient with them going through that restorative process. But no, because we're so woke, bruh, like, oh, Super Saiyan woke J4, because we're so woke, we forget where we've come from. We don't reach out to the inner child. We don't take the time to really be understanding of other people's situations, of how, of how, of how they do need help, how many people do need help. Uh, Big Papa Jose says Bitcoin or gold. Uh, my friend, I would say both if you want the truth. I have both. Uh, I have Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum. Um, and I'm also working on getting myself a couple of bars of gold, but I don't want to say where those bars will be kept because I don't want body bags at my house. So definitely get both if you really want to be safe. Um, Bitcoin for the more lucrative aspect, it could be easily moved around on different things. Gold is kind of like more like an investment type of thing. That's just that's just my recommendation real quick um, as, we're, as we're covering this type of stuff, Jose. Um, and I know I'll have I'll have uh, truthers say Bitcoin's the mark of the beast, you know. So is your so so is your iPhone. So is your cell phone. It is a mark of the beast. These are all variable forms of the marks of the beast. But sticking on just this topic right here, reaching out to the inner child and killing each other for for, for intimacy and why that's so important. You know, I think we've all seen that meme of the scribbling saying that the creative adult is a child that survived because that's very real is very real. We all get so jaded, so hateful, so spiteful, so petty that we don't take the time to really look at what we're saying. Even when I come up over here and I talk, I start talking about scumbags and, 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 and gutter trash and, you know, dirt bags and, you know, just degenerate people. These are dehumanizing words. Thank you, Undercover Acid. It's because I try to, I, I try to, I try to drink one of these, man. He says, uh, man, you lost so much weight. I'm proud of you. Thank you for noticing, my friend. Uh, I take the time. And with all this stuff going on, you would be, people would be foolish not to take the time to fix their health. Uh, you know, I literally got done doing, what was it, like a four-mile hike before I came onto the show, you know? Um, for people that are curious, you know, I'll just throw it out there, bro. You should be taking iodine every day. It's not Kangen water, it's Crystal Geyser water, Alpine spring water. You should be taking iodine every day, I do. Uh, vitamin D3, vitamin C, vitamin A, C, E, and E, vitamin A, C, and E, uh, vitamin D, vitamin B12, zinc, selenium, iodine, magnesium, fish oil. Uh, I'm over here 
on way so way way too many nutrients and supplements and vitamins and all kinds of different stuff to be like a scumbag. Um, and that again ties into why people really have to look at what's going on. We would not be in this position if we were actually having healthy and productive conversations on again healing and restoration, building your immune system, not shoving foreign viruses in your bodies, praying to God that you don't get a bad reaction and thinking that you're cured. That's insane. <laughs> That's foolish. But because we live in this satanically inverted world where logic's gone right up out the window, we want to be emotional. We're not, we're not thinking. But speaking of being emotional, speaking of thinking, killing each other for intimacy. You know, I really feel like that's again a big thing. I, um, I am lucky to be in a relationship with a woman that'll put up with me. You know, she hasn't left me. Thank, thank the Lord. Um, and this is again, another thing that I talked about with the exclusive members, man, is having kids and do as fun as this is stepping up in a, as a man in my own life and starting my family because I have to fight my own battle. And there's a whole nother generation that has a whole nother battle charted for them. And so if you were exclusive members, you could hear that, but I'm not going to talk about that on the public feed, killing each other for intimacy, understanding that we're at a point in life to where we're all desensitized, to where we're all not connected, to where we all don't have like people that we can depend on. We don't have like a safety net. We don't have people who want the best things not only for themselves, but for others. We are surrounded, we're surrounded, unfortunately, again, by these scumbags, by these gutter trash, uh, by these by these boiling frogs in the pot, by these, by these people who have thrown away their future and now see it as fun to try to destroy yours. You know, I think again, being the kind of person I am, I try to look at it from an independent intellectual type of point of view. I don't try to get polarized, but things are getting so crazy these days that you're having to choose and, 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 and people are not well. And what's a better way to say what I'm trying to say? They're going to hate you for wanting happiness. When I get up here and I talk to you guys about how it's become fun to tear down people's gods, it's become fun to dare to tear down humanity, it's become fun to 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 shout at success, to shout at happiness, to shout at pro productivity, to progress, to anything that is good, to 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 shout at forward. What does that mean? Like I. You, you, you've really got to think about this. I like really look at the spiritual configuration, the psycho-spiritual configuration of where people are at right now. You're never going to hear me sit up like, you're never going to hear me come up over here before you guys and start trash talking successful and productive people. You might see me envy them and try to emulate them in one shape or form, right? Because I would like that level of success, but I won't sit up over here and try to belittle people. I have no time for this. Look at, the, again, the psycho-spiritual configuration of people, why it's okay that we have a culture of tearing down people, of shutting people down, of not, they call, they call it liberation, it's the exact opposite, it's enslavement. We'll save that, I'll save that discussion for another time. Killing each other for intimacy. I think a lot of that, I think a lot of where we're at right now could stem from that because we're not, I don't want to say like I, I'm an intimate person. I don't want to say that uh, 
because intimate sounds like sex, you know, or maybe that's what my sex-charged mind thinks all the time, I'm not sure. Intimacy can mean more than sex, right? It can mean more than, it can mean more than just silk sheets and roses and baby oil and coconut oil and sweet, sweet sense, sensual moments, a sweet caressing of, of, of sweaty, sweaty, sweet skin. Sorry. Intimacy can mean more than that. Killing each other for intimacy. I think a lot of people are, 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 are people act this way because they're not taking the actual time to, again, appreciate humanity, man. Like, I'm, I'm serious. When we, we, we talk about uh, these soy boys, we talk about these cuts, we talk about these beta males, right? On the flip side, you could talk about all these ratchets, you could talk about these thoughts, you could talk about these these laps, these hoes, you can talk about all these different types of people. You gotta, again, look at how we're communicating about people. This is dehumanizing. We're not saying that these are boys. We're not saying that these are females. We're not saying that these are young men trying to become men. We're, we're not, we're not, we're not giving proper accreditation. And then when that happens, we look at these people through the lens that we've chosen to do so. As a, as a human being, I, I guess I am intimate because I respect, I would try to respect you I would look for the respect factor. I would try to extend that very same courtesy the same way that it was given to me, but that's not there. We're killing each other for intimacy that we're not familiar with, right? I got that new puppy that's like uh, five months old and I, gotta, I have to remember that she's five months, not five years. I'm trying to talk to a puppy that's not there. I'm trying to talk to a dog that's in a puppy. We're killing each other for, for intimacy. We're trying to ask for something that's not there. That, does that make sense? So you can't, you can't ask for something that you don't experience. You can't ask for something that you don't know how to develop. That's where we're at right now. We're killing each other because we just want to be understood. Like we're all some 90s kids flipping our head, hair back, saying our mom, you know, messed our lives up. We just want to be understood. But in this world right now, where we're all so polarized, angry, hateful, spiteful, nihilistic, apathetic, depressed, just like anxious, stressed, just like the worst, <laughs> the worst emotions, none of that healing can take place. None of that restoration can take place. None of that understanding can take place. So we come back again to what I was talking before at the start of the show about healing and restoration, about how we need that understanding that we're fighting each other because we understand the same thing. Sometimes there there can be a, a, a miscommunication where it's a loss in translation, where we're saying the same thing, two sides of the same coin, but we're both shouting and we're unable to understand one another. You get me? I wanna read real quick again, just that prayer of protection. Since we're here, talking about healing and restoration, and I know I said I wouldn't do it a whole bunch, and. Bop the bop the bop, but I feel like it's necessary. I just want to read a little bit. Same way Bill Gates just wants to give you a little bit of his gift. I want to give you a little bit of some gifts. So grant, grant, O oh Lord, thy protection. And in protection, strength. And in strength, understanding. And in understanding, knowledge. And in knowledge, the knowledge of justice. And in the knowledge of justice, the love of it, and in the love of it, the love of all 
existences. And then in that love, the love of spirit and all creation. Grant me, O Lord, thy protection. I'm going to see if anybody wants to join me real quick before I go on to this next segment. Because I want to talk about lockdowns and all this other stuff. But um, I want to get other people in here because this, this segment isn't even here for me. We're not even here for me. Respect our elder. That name. Uh, let's go ahead and get respect our elders in here. Get our thoughts on this. Get your thoughts on these things. Respect our elders. No. If not, that's okay. There are other people. No. Okay. That's okay. There are other people. I did like that name. I respect our elders. Uh, what about M Mercy Elizabeth? Mercy Elizabeth. Oh. Okay. Maybe next time, Mercy. Uh, I, sometimes people, sometimes people get a little curious. That's okay. What about blessed? There is, it's, it's not for lack of, uh, lack of requests. It's okay. It's okay. Mercy. Next time. Next time. And I understand, uh, sometimes with the flow of things, People do get nervous, and I totally understand. Um, next time. Peace, peace, bro. What's going on, Bless? How are you, man? Man, I'm vibing, bro. It's a new oh. It lagged. It lagged. Did it lag for you guys? Oh, it's of course, as soon as we got to. Uh, of course. Uh, bless, hop back in. And we are all hiccups on this show this week, aren't we? Gwendolyn, come save us. Oh, my God. Everybody, what is going on? How you, how you going to ask, put an emoji, and then say you shy? It does not make sense. Gwen, you were supposed to save us. My God. Duke, bro, you got to do it. Duke. You got to help save the life. <laughs> hey, man. What's up, man? Oh, my God. Dude. Jesus. I'm help, not help shy. I've been on here a couple times. Help help save the life, bro. I, I don't know what's going on. I'm going to just put my hands down here. 
Uh, how are you, ladies and gentlemen? It's 18 folks. I actually like the small groups better, too. It's kind of weird, you know? Yeah. It's not, it's not so uh, chaotic in the comments section. So, oh, yeah. It, it feels like you're talking to a smaller group of people that understand instead of just like an audience of people who are bored and want to see what's up. Yeah. I actually just got home from work, so. Good. Good. Yeah. I was yeah, uh, I was telling the audience, bro, how the how probably like the most important Instagram live we had was where we were talking about being like men and stepping up and and, and being like men in the family, and how that was the one live that didn't get recorded. Do you want to try to summarize for <laughs> the audience? Yeah. So. Basically, guys, we're facing a lot of things right now, as we know, um, with virus, with different agendas, with different purposes. But I just wanted to say the most important thing, the most important thing, okay, is your well-being and your soul. Meaning, if you do not have Jesus Christ as the center of your life, Tell him. none of the battles matter. None of this matters if he's not the center of your life. You can win. You can be prepared. You can get the food. You can get the water. You can get all of that. But if you do not have your soul saved, none of it matters. That's all. That's that's the first thing. Okay? Your soul, your very relationship with our Almighty Father through Christ. That's number one. And then we can talk about the rest of these topics. Okay? And then we can get into these topics of, okay, how do we prepare? How are we, How do we get you know, strong in faith so that when these things do happen, like a second lockdown, which from my understanding was going to be permanent, you know, um, how to not rely on the world, how to not rely on the things of the world and, you know, solely trust God. Obviously, you know, when Jesus said, you know, man shall not live by bread alone, but by the word of God, obviously he's not saying eat the Bible, you know. <laughs> But, you know, those things are what drives our soul. It's what, it's what drives our blood. It's what drives our flesh. Because at the end of the day, guys, it doesn't matter if you die. You know, if your soul is saved, then that's it. You know, death in a way is like almost like a gateway to our father. And COVID vaccine, obviously, you know, do not do not receive it. Um, it's most likely going to be door to door with Trump even saying, even if he didn't say mandatory, like, word for word, he did say he will utilize the military. There's no doubt that all the CEOs that have left last year and all that is because they know what's coming yep. in America. They know what's yep. coming. America's it is not the greatest country in the world anymore. That is a fact. People, that's the very reason why Trump is our president. As much as it was comedic, there's a reason for all of that. They don't want they don't want the citizens to like their leaders. They don't want they don't want the um, the world to like the USA. So when we do perish, when the Babylon does fall, it doesn't matter to them. They don't care about us. It is it's it's about us now, but more importantly, it's about our it's about our soul, guys. That's the very reason we're here on Earth. That's the very reason we're given life, and. And I'm really, it's, it's really good to see that a lot of people agree on the comments here. When we have, when we go live on the other one, when I say Jesus, everyone's like, oh, no way. It's kind My of funny. My brother, you're exercising the feet. 
but you know, I'm glad that people are um, open-minded, and most of us are are Christians because things are going to get hard, guys. This is this summer was our intermission. This was our freedom time to get things in order. Because I can tell you right now, September, October, it's not going to be fun. It, it's going to be things we have never imagined. Like, there's in a way, like all we can do is prepare. Yeah. But we need, we need, we need the Lord and His and His uh, Holy Spirit in us because things are going to get hard. You know, we might get hungry. We might not have water. But know that he will provide and know that that the wrath that's coming our way is not for us. I pray that we all get raptured. But the thing is, we don't know when exactly. So we have to be prepared. You know, we can't just say, oh, I, I think that's when he'll come and we'll just trust in him, not prepare. No, we have to do both of that. You know, it's the word first. Your fellowship with the Lord is number one. And then it becomes your food, your water your your uh food and how you can prepare the food if you have animals i'm buying a lot of my cats food i love my cats i don't want them starving too you know first world problems but you know they're they're animals too and i like them too you know so and i'm sure ej he's got his chickens i'm sure he's got plans for that because without the chickens he can't have eggs you know guys and at the end of the day take these things take the world take the events take the prophecies that literally happened in front of our eyes uh, Israel and uh, the Emirates, you know, those uh, peace treaties through Trump, those things, use use biblical prophecy because they're as real as it gets. And at the end of the day, you cannot stop. You cannot stop biblical prophecy. You can only decide which one, which side you'll be on. And I hope and I pray everyone in this 23 live feed will be on the right side, which is the truth, which is Jesus Christ himself. And, yeah, that's about it, man. As long as you have those things, as long as you have Christ, none of it matters. Like, we could die right now, and we'll be with him. It'll be a better than being here. I can tell you that right now, too. Ain't that the truth. Ain't and that the that's, truth. honestly, and that's all I'm looking forward to. You know, I'm only 20, but it, it's it's better to be with our Father than to be here you know but we're here for purpose everyone's here alive right now for reasons so yes jay my eye heaven is gonna be so beautiful you know and this world is cursed and it's still beautiful you know can you imagine what our father has stored for us so let's continue to grow in our faith you know if if you have not repented of your sins repent of your sins you know you know we need repentance and just to define repentance for you it does not mean you say sorry and you go back to it it means you turn around completely you know this is this is sin you turn around you say bye you don't look back you don't look back and you, you, gotta, gotta, be like, you gotta be like Lot's wife you don't want to look back as, yeah uh, as Sodom and Gomorrah is being burned you don't want to look back because you'll be turned into a pillar of salt you'll stay there so I, I agree, will I agree wholeheartedly honestly I would not want to be here if, if, if you love the world, I understand, you know, we all had dreams. We all had goals and things we wanted to do. But the thing is, most important thing is our father's will for us. You know, it's not our will. It's his will that we are supposed to seek and find. And so, you know, like what he said, if you if you love the world, then the love then the love of the father is not in you. Love of God is not in you. So 
obviously we're living in the world so we don't have the choice but to live in our flesh but you know feed our souls you know i'm just repeating the same things but <laughs> you're okay christ you're christ, okay. christ first and everything else comes second guys you know even if we're starving christ is first so I think yeah, that's all I wanted to say, man. I think that's a good place to put it, man. I think you came back and saved the life. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, yeah. Well, I've been here a couple times, too, so, you know. Well, yeah. Um, not a preferred member, but pretty pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah. Also, guys, the Patreon.com. That's there for a reason. I'm a Patreon myself. I've been Patreon for a long time. And, you know, me and EJ, we have great relationship outside of this Tuesday chat. We have our own Friday chat. It's literally not a lot of people join. And so it's literally me and him talking for sometimes two, three hours sometimes. And, you know, if you if you think, you know, if you think what he's doing is relevant, uh, great for us. You know, he's trying to make this app too. You know, if you care about it, even $5 donation will help him. You know, any help, any help will help. And so we're all in this together and we need to continue to spread the truth. So... Patreon.com, ladies and gentlemen. If I can do it, you can do it. My man. You know, we all go to school. We all do stuff. But five bucks, that's all it takes. So Thank you, dude. I, yeah, thank you, man. I'll, you I'll talk to you soon, man. though. As always, be, be safe out there, bro. Of course, man. I see it's getting a little rainy, but we need some rain here. It's been too hot. Hey. Harp. If you guys don't know what harp is, that's going to be interesting when it, when it comes to our upcoming... Um, Light out, I think. Watch, bro. Watch. I, I figure with all this stuff going on, people going outside to get sunlight, you'll have Bill Gates launches like Kintrail weather program saying, no, sunlight is bad. I have, bad a, I have a plan for that. Bad for you, bro. You, you, you be safe, bro. I'll talk to you soon, man. Yeah, man. All right. Peace out. There he goes. There he goes. Dude. Yeah, I was... Um, I had do, we, uh, I was doing an exclusive member show this past Friday, and I was talking with Dube about, you know, because I'm 20, I'm I'm I'm, I'm coming up on 30. It's kind of strange, um, and I'm wanting kids. I'll just shoot you guys straight, and I'm looking at the world, the way that it is with the vaccines, the indoctrination that's going on. And all this stuff, the microchipping and the population chemtrails, like I'm looking at this stuff and, you know, I'm asking myself, yes, I'm telling myself like every generation, like what did your father have to experience? What did your grandfather, what did your father's, your father's father's father have to deal with? Because I'm fourth generation free American, right? On my dad's side. And I'm looking at, the battles that we're about to go, the battles that, that we're charted down. And I'm worried. I won't lie to you. But I can't get up over here and talk about the restoration of society and the restoration of humanity without having some skin in the game. Without doubling down on what I mean. And so whenever I was talking with Dube over this weekend with uh, on our exclusive members chat, we talked about that. You know, about uh, being a father, about like what's required of us and stepping into the work and one of the things that kind of stood out to me you know to kind of switch up talking about stuff and getting into some of these topics was the mind of bill gates the mind of the technocrats that like the, like the real anti-human anti-god agenda right 
you know, I'm trying to talk about taking my kid fishing or taking my kid like hunting or hiking or chilling by the river or, you know, helping them build like their first car, or, you know, helping them build like a, a tree house or doing something crazy like that or helping them like write a comic book or write a book or, you know, just, just whatever you do with kids. I don't know. I ain't got no kids. I just got dogs. Whatever it is that you do with kids. Having that sweet, sentimental moment where you actually get to reflect on the past and think, gosh, I sure did love my childhood. Thinking about that. Bill Gates doesn't get to have that, okay? Bill Gates doesn't get to have ice cream with his baby girl, you know, after a hard day's work. Bill Gates doesn't get to have any weekends where he takes, like, his kids out into the mountains to go find, like, a lake and go, go fishing. He doesn't get to do that. Bill Gates doesn't get to have like family reunions, you know, where they where they catch up and act like they care, but you know, family reunions. He doesn't get to have that. No. What Bill Gates what gets to do is he gets to go to the World Economic Forum. He gets to go to the IMF. He gets to go to the Rockefellers and talk about how he's gonna kill children. All of his time, all of his money, all of his resources. All of his waking moments are spent in the destruction and investing in the degradation and dehumanization of humanity. As mine are spent in the restoration and the healing of humanity. That's why we're diametrically opposed. Because all of his time, money, and resources goes toward destroying us. And all of my time, resources, and money goes toward, how do we fix this? This, this, this cannot persist. I don't want this. And so when you guys join exclusive members, you get to have those behind the scenes kind of conversations and understanding as to what's driving me, what's pushing me to do this work. Not because, oh, the follower count, screw that. Oh, the drama that comes with it, screw that. Oh, the money that, that we make, it's not really worth it. Screw all that. It's because of this compulsion. It's because I'm projecting into the future, looking at what's going on at this, at this current trajectory rate and saying, we're not seeing enough fight. We're not seeing enough, enough pushback. And so when we're talking about kids, man, when we're talking about the future, that's what I'm, what I'm saying is I think a lot of people really can't understand what's going on, like on a deeper level. And in the previous segment, whenever I kind of glossed over addressing passivity, this is kind of what I was alluding to is we've had it so good for so long that Really, we have no idea what the hell we would fight for. You know, we don't stand for anything. We fall for everything. We have no real beliefs. We don't, we actually shun people that have beliefs harder than our own because we want to be wishy-washy. Oh, oh, oh. And I've talked about that in the exclusive members chat. Not the chat, but like the the translation that never saved. I talked about how, you know, people these days have become bags in the wind. How they're always wishy-washy. Oh, now I'm in Wisconsin, I'm in Minnesota, I'm in Ohio, now I'm in Georgia. Oh, look at me, I'm in Canada. People these days are very wishy-washy with their beliefs, with their faith, with what they stand for, what they say. Because plastic is bad for you, right? Don't be like that plastic piece of crap bag destroying the environment, thinking you can be free over here, over there. Don't, don't do that, okay? Don't do that. Instead, you want to be the tree.
to be rooted both in the dark and in the end you want to reach towards the light. The analogy that I had used was explaining how you don't want to be that plastic piece of crap bag over there drifting in the wind looking cute. You don't want to do that. What you want to be if you decide to be anything is be that tree that exists both in heaven and in darkness. We are the seedling. We both reach deep into the ground, letting our roots be like our exploratory feelers, where we reach into the darkness and find all of these different understandings of how the way the world works, but still being rooted in the ground and taking that very same understanding to the sky, reaching higher towards God, trying to understand it, trying to understand him, trying to understand this, creating leaves in different directions, reaching. Don't be like that bag over there. Don't be like some bag that's got views that don't mean nothing. No, you need to be rooted and you need to be challenged. You need to experience adversity. You need to have things happen to you so that you just dig a little deeper and at the same time, reach a little higher because that's all this is. They got us so backwards these days. We keep thinking, oh, I'll be the biodegradable bag. <laughs> it's all, oh, I'll be the biodegradable bag. It's like, wow. Good for you. Good for you. Don't be either one of those things. Be the tree. Be rooted. Realize you're going to experience adversity. And it's not because the way that the wind works, the political climate, oh, don't, don't do that. Stand tall. Stand firm, stand your ground, be planted, and realize that what you're experiencing, <laughs> you won't be the only one, and you sure as crap won't be the last. But I tell you what, if you stay a little, if you stay around a little bit longer, you might learn something. You might learn something. So, I could sit here and try to uh, get other people on and fidget with uh, the connection but i think that's a good place for me to leave it bless brother please join me again next week i'm sorry that uh, the connection thing happened uh and to all of the other guests join us again next week we'll be here coronavirus free thank the lord uh talking about these things and more i wanted to mix this week up with everything going on to kind of pull back to get some perspective it's easy to get lost in the minutiae and the details of stuff you know what, what about COVID-9? What about, what about COVID now? What about, you know, what about it? What about it? You know? So I think that's a good place for me to leave it. We had a couple extra minutes, but I think that's a good place for me to leave it. I appreciate Duke coming in here telling you guys, you know, what's up? Um, <laughs> And who knows, you know, maybe next week we'll, we'll be able to have more time allotted to talk about these types of things. But we are living in very, very interesting days, um, historic days, prophetic days. And, and, you know, anybody telling you anything else is a fool and a liar. And they're, and they're being deceived or they're deceiving themselves. And that's not what you need to listen to. What I thoroughly appreciate is the fact that we can come over here and have these type of discussions week after week. And... <laughs> 
and 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 not experience the flack that we're experiencing out there in the world because we know it's real. Um, we know it's very real. So yeah, if you guys want to support this operation, you can do so by joining patreoncom Fashion. We will be debuting the web app next week where you guys can join it. There will only be a hundred slots available, so get in while you can, and we'll see where we can go from there. Um, I'll let you know how that local news story turns out. <laughs> People don't take too kindly to your, to the kid, but we'll see what we can do. Um, and yeah, that's all I really say. I want to say thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning into this edition. I can't, I can't say freedom faction because we're over here on factions of freedom. Thank you for tuning into this edition of Instagram Live over here on factions of freedom. Uh, we will be again with you guys again next week, Lord willing, coronavirus free. Um, however, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. I'll have it in the description bar below. And as always, guys and gals, stay vigilant, expose lies, and share truth. This is Noah Zara, Freedom Faction. And some of these other guests that were supposed to be here, they're mentioned by names. Out.